University of Colorado. The University of Colorado Boulder and Fort Lewis College have established a partnership that leverages the strengths of both institutions and has CU Boulder's PhD graduates teaching undergraduate students at Fort Lewis College. Today on CU on the Air, we're talking with CU Boulder's Teresa Hernandez, Associate Dean for Research in Behavioral Neuroscience, who serves as director of the partnership. Callie Cole, Associate Professor of Chemistry at Fort Lewis College, and Izzy Latka, a CU Boulder postdoctoral fellow teaching chemistry to undergraduates at Fort Lewis College through the partnership. Teresa kicks things off by giving us some background on Fort Lewis College. Thank you for having me. I'm really pleased to be here. So Fort Lewis College is in the city of Durango, which is in the southwestern part of the state of Colorado. In terms of history, Fort Lewis College is really well known for its strengths in teaching, especially the way in which it has small class sizes. There's a lot of emphasis on student success and meeting the student where they are and targeting the needs of each individual student. That not only benefits the students, but it also benefits the individuals that we send there who are learning to teach because it's a, a different atmosphere of class than say a larger university that has larger class sizes, for example. Also, Fort Lewis is designated as one of the six Native American serving non-tribal colleges. And because of that, it provides tuition-free education for qualified Native Americans. It also awards more Native American students degrees than any other four-year baccalaureate granting institution in the nation. In fact, it does that at about 26% of all degrees awarded. It's also worth mentioning, though, that Fort Lewis is very invested in addressing its early history as a boarding school. And specifically in early September of this year, so not too long ago, Fort Lewis held a ceremony that included tribal elders, campus leaders, and Native American students in which the misleading images and narratives were actually removed from the clock tower as part of a larger ritual. The partnership really has been underway since 2019, and basically it began during a visit that was led by the CU Arts and Sciences Dean, Jim White, that I was fortunate enough to be able to also attend, where Dean White and I met with Fort Lewis College faculty and leadership, and basically through all of our discussions and brainstorming, we came up with this idea of how do we leverage the strengths of each institution to the benefit of the other? And the idea was to make CU Boulder and graduate school even more visible to students at Fort Lewis College who were getting their undergraduate degree. And then eventually, as I will talk about later for the, the second half of the program, to really look at and recruit Native students who graduated with their undergraduate degree from Fort Lewis College and create fellowships for them to come to CU Boulder for their PhD. Again, leveraging the University of Colorado's strong emphasis on 
research scholarship and creative works that creates these um, students who have real strengths in, in whatever their discipline is, and then can take that strength to Fort Lewis College and with the mentor teaching happening at Fort Lewis College can make their research and scholarship come alive in the classroom for the students. A CU Boulder faculty member, Teresa's research focuses on improving the lives of individuals affected by traumatic brain injury, stroke, and stress, including veterans, athletes, and individuals with post-traumatic stress disorder. She tells us about her role as director of the CU Boulder Fort Lewis College Partnership. So um, I think of myself as the motor. I keep the program running and am responsible for requests for nominations, the interaction interface between Fort Lewis College, both their faculty and leadership, and then CU Boulder Arts and Sciences faculty and chairs. One of the things that is really worth mentioning and, and highlighting is that I have done a lot of collaborations across my career, and I want to really emphasize the truly collaborative, interactive, engaged role that Fort Lewis College plays in this. Their leadership, their faculty, and the fellows themselves in terms of having ideas and then showing up for the manifestation of those ideas. So when we did a let's learn about grad school or myths and truths about grad school 101 last spring and again this fall, our faculty at CU Boulder were very excited to participate, as were our grad students. And Fort Lewis College, students were excited to learn more. The grad fellows that we have there were happy to be a part of it. And then the faculty there who are mentoring our teaching fellows were also happy to be a part of it. And so it came together as this really engaged group of two institutions who are just trying to learn from each other and see where what's for the best of the student, essentially. We're in the second year and we currently have five teaching fellows in residence. And it's a variety of fields across the College of Arts and Sciences. And so the areas are in English, math, philosophy, chemistry, and environmental sciences. Callie Cole is a tenured professor at Fort Lewis College, a CU Boulder alumna, and a strong advocate for the partnership. So I guess it started when I was a student at CU Boulder back from 2010 to 2015. And my PhD mentor at CU Boulder, Dr. Veronica Bierbaum, she was a fantastic mentor. She helped build the foundation for all of the skills that I still use today in just education and in research. And so because I had such a good training at CU Boulder, I was able to get a position as a faculty member at Fort Lewis College in 2015. And as soon as I got here, I started looking around and seeing CU alum sort of everywhere. So <laughs> there was Dr. Rob Malofsky was the analytical chemist here for more than 20 years before I got here. So I immediately came from CU to Fort Lewis College and had another mentor who got their PhD at CU Boulder here training me to become, you know, the next analytical chemistry professor. And then in the biology department, there's Dr. Heidi Stelzer in anthropology, Dr. Marnie Thompson in psychology, Dr. Sue Krause. So the truth is there were CU alum all over the place here at Fort Lewis. And we started to put our heads together and just chat about like, what, what can we do 
to help our students learn more about awesome graduate programs like those at CU Boulder? Yeah. What can we do to break down those, those boundaries and get them to start applying? And then it was Dr. Teresa Hernandez at CU that reached out to me. Teresa and Callie discussed the partnership's development and its continued evolution. So the way the program was initially developed is we thought of a one-year in-residence program, and that's basically how we built the budget model. But now we're sort of building and refining it um, as we go. It seems that it would be better for the teaching fellows to have the option of a second year. So as we're thinking about additional fundraising for this program, we are keeping that in mind so that the teaching fellows have the possibility of a second year of funding from CU Boulder. It's grown quite a bit because when I first joined in 2015, it was sort of, I guess, just free flowing. A lot Mm -hmm. of us were CU alum. So a lot of the faculty here were naturally connecting and, and collaborating with CU Boulder faculty, but we didn't really necessarily have a lot of programs in place that were funded. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we have the CU postdoc program, which is, I, I think, soon going to become a two-year-long postdoc, which is okay. fantastic. That allowed like me to work with CU postdocs for a whole two-year period while they're learning how to do that undergraduate teaching and research. University of Colorado Leadership recently visited Durango and learned more about the CU Boulder-Fort Lewis College Partnership. The CU contingent included President Todd Solomon and some of CU's regents. All were very impressed by the program. On the most recent trip to Southern Colorado with President Solomon and the regents, several of the fellows joined us and talked about their experience. And what was truly impressive was their engagement in this teaching mission that is a perfect complement to the strong research mission they had during graduate school and receiving their PhD, and the ways in which they described connecting with the students, understanding the learning process, receiving strong mentoring from the faculty around them, and even professional development from the faculty. So these teaching fellows in residence are having an experience that better prepares them for their future career, whatever that is, because of this deep interaction with students, this deep mentored teaching, and their really strong research scholarship and creative work background when they receive their PhD. One of those fellows is Izzy Latka, who is teaching chemistry to undergraduates at Fort Lewis College. Izzy grew up in Worcester, Massachusetts, and earned his bachelor's degree from Clark University before heading to CU Boulder for his PhD. As graduation neared, Izzy wondered what he'd do next when one of his advisors stepped in. My advisor that I did my PhD under, Professor Niels Damrauer, forwarded me an email from someone else in the department that was saying, hey, there's this program at Fort Lewis, this postdoctoral program. And he knew that I really loved teaching. That's how I ended up in his lab, actually, was that we had taught like a general chemistry for majors lab together. And I I TA'd for him. And I really, really liked how he taught these freshmen. And I really enjoyed teaching the lab. I had a lot of fun. And all of it, I did a lot of TAing during my PhD. And it was constantly sort of like a, a really enjoyable 
environment and it was an enjoyable thing for me to do. So him and I had already talked about this a lot and he knew I was interested in teaching. And so he forwarded me that email and said that I should apply for it. I applied for it, got it, and here I am. At only two years old, this is a very popular program. So what's the process for CU Boulder PhD STEM candidates to participate in it? Teresa explains. Right now, we work specifically with department chairs and directors of graduate studies. After we learn from Fort Lewis College what the teaching needs are, so there is not an open call, for example, but grad students who think they might be interested should definitely reach out to their department chair and or director of grad studies so that that student is on the radar in terms of the people in their department knowing that they are interested if they're eligible and there are teaching needs in that area. It makes for a richer experience for the students. I think it makes for a richer experience for the individuals doing the mentoring, the fellows receiving the mentoring, And it also opens up this idea that there is a lot of interaction across geography, across institutional boundaries, and that, again, as I said earlier, is to the benefit of both institutions because each institution is bringing their strength to the table. And that mutually beneficial, mutually strong partnerships, there's really nothing you can't do. Knowledge and hands-on experience aren't the only things Fort Lewis College students take away from the program. They also benefit from a sense of community and lifelong friendships. One of the most important things that individuals who have finished graduate school recall is the sense of community with fellow grad students, with those individuals who are in your research group or your group who's doing archival work in libraries, for example. And that graduate school is really a time of deep community that for many leads to lifelong friendships. So that community also comes with belonging and belonging to a group that is of a size that is not the same as a large research one university like CU Boulder. So a a lab size might be five people, it might be 10 people, but it's a small community of belonging. And it's also a community of shared mission, which is helping one another achieve the goal of a PhD and finishing grad school, getting a job, et cetera. So that is something that is a a truth about grad school that sometimes gets lost in the idea that, but CU Boulder is so big, or this institution is so big. So it's important to know that there are those really important communities of belonging as part of grad school. The other thing that's important to know about grad school is that for the most part, there is funding available. So graduate students can get a teaching assistantship or a research assistantship, and that that covers most of the costs and a wage. So that's the other thing. It it doesn't mean that there is not sometimes debt, but it does mean that the debt would be less, if, if any, because there is coverage of funding. And then the the last thing that we talk about in those videos is 
that you as a grad student, I'm pretend I'm speaking to you and you're thinking of grad school, will approach a question and think about something like no one in the whole world has ever thought about it before. And because of that, you bring a unique lens to that question that can make a contribution. And the contribution may be just in the discipline that you're studying, or it could be in something larger like a community, your community. There's lots of ways to contribute through going to grad school and getting a PhD and making a difference. Ensuring that Fort Lewis College students recognize their potential and understand that a graduate degree is well within their reach drives Teresa, Callie, and Izzy. Callie explains. A lot of our students at Fort Lewis College, they might be first generation and they there's misconceptions of just like, this is inaccessible to me financially, or this is inaccessible to me. I just need to go get a job. And reframing that as like, this is a job, actually. You can go join a PhD program and have a salary. You can make this work. So we've put on several seminars for our Fort Lewis College students to learn the ins and outs of how to apply to graduate programs. And I think those have helped a lot specifically to address misconceptions. The number one misconception, of course, is I'm not good enough to join Mm -hmm. a PhD program. The number two misconception that I see is I don't have enough money to join a research program or PhD Mm. program in STEM because CU often stipends graduate students. I was paid a salary the entire time I was at CU Boulder getting my PhD. So I think talking to undergraduates and saying, you know, you're good enough, you have great training, CU will help you get the rest of the way there, and you're not going to go deep in debt. You know, depending what STEM program you choose in chemistry, which is my field, that's not a thing. You typically get a TA stipend or a research stipend or you're on another grant of some sort. Now we have a whole fleet of postdoctoral students from Steve Boulder here and Dr. Izzy Latka is here in my department at Fort Lewis College. So what is a PhD program and what does that mean? Is it something that you want to pursue? As long as they know everything and all of the resources are open to them, I feel like our students are able to make a really well-informed decision. And and thanks to that collaboration with Teresa Hernandez, every single semester we're putting on the seminar that helps inform students. I never want them to choose to not pursue a graduate degree because they don't think they're good enough or they don't think they can afford it. Those are my main two misconceptions I want to address. Izzy hit the ground running. He encountered many firsts, such as creating his own curriculum. Every day, he strives to ensure that his students enjoy chemistry. He does this by exploring chemistry in our day-to-day lives, highlighting chemical reactions we take for granted. Every time you go into your kitchen, like when you make pancakes or something, you're mixing together actually several pure substances like sodium bicarbonate, that's baking soda. You mix that with sugar, you mix that with salt. That all goes into like flour. That's all like pretty pure dry ingredients that you end up mixing together. There's some chemistry that happens there after you add in the wet ingredients, so on and so forth. And, you know, you end up getting nice fluffy pancakes. So like we're constantly surrounded by these different types of reactions. Eventually just sort of went on my own path and and chose how I wanted to introduce the concepts that I introduced and came up with with a game plan for what I was going to do this semester. I came in and the first day of class, I introduced myself and I gave a little timeline of like, how I got here, 
because I feel like when I was, a lot of these students are coming right out of high school or have no experience with academia. So like there's people here with like PhD after their name or like, you know, you call it doctor and it's not really obvious how that happens or why that happens or the like the, the kind of work that it takes to do that. Or like, is everyone that's a doctor a genius or something, mm-hmm. right? There's like this very common misconception that you have to be like extraordinarily intelligent or like abnormally intelligent to have a PhD. What I think is important and that I I talk about is I'm like, all right, look, like I failed chemistry the first time I took it in high school. Like I can show you my report card. It has an F on it. (laughs) So like, and that was in like 10th grade. I say how I feel that a lot of people have this sort of linear trajectory in mind when they think of how you become like a scientist. And so I've cut out a lot of topics and focused on just a few things and made sure that I can take the time to do them well so that these students that might not have a super strong educational background don't get left behind. And so that they can all like still ride that wave together and make it to the end of the course. So I focused on a lot of like really, really physics heavy things, but it's all like very much the basis of chemistry and the basis of how how we see it in the day to day. So it matters a lot more to me that one student who otherwise would have thought that they couldn't do this or like beforehand, but they're just like, I don't want to take chemistry. I'm not good at chemistry. Like I can't do it. It matters more to me that someone like that finds it interesting or just makes it through the class than someone who comes in, who's already taken like AP chemistry or whatever. Like I I care way more that that one student makes it through that. I make it extremely challenging for like the highest echelon of the student, but who who already is like extremely prepared. So I'm really trying to, to make it as inclusive of a classroom as possible in that way. I act as an example of someone who comes from an underrepresented background, some Hispanic, but but also first generation. I was raised primarily by my mother and she didn't go to college. So I had a lot of the sorts of barriers that a lot of first generation and underrepresented students run into. I've seen some of those. When I was at CU, I got heavily involved in a couple of programs there that specifically were for increasing the participation of underrepresented students in STEM. As Teresa mentioned earlier, mentoring plays a key role in the CU Boulder-Fort Lewis College partnership experience. Callie explains how the program facilitates this. The biggest thing that I wish I had been told as a younger scientist was just how important it is to seek out and find a really high quality mentor. Mm -hmm. I bumped into Dr. Veronica Bierbaum at CU Boulder because I happened to randomly be TAing for her for general chemistry at CU in 2010. And I cannot emphasize enough how much she transformed my life in a positive way, like connecting me with opportunities. Even currently to this day, I'm guest editing the Journal of Mass Spectrometry Reviews with Veronica Bierbaum's help. She's literally retired, but she's contributing to this and she's connected me to grants. I just can't emphasize enough when you find a good mentor, it is life-changing. There are so many good mentors at CU Boulder and there are so many good mentors at Fort Lewis College. So no matter where you are as a student, whether it's CU or Fort Lewis, you're going to be able to find one and seek them out. That was one big idea I just wanted to emphasize. And the second one is I feel so lucky to have gotten my research training at CU. CU is really a research powerhouse. The amount of equipment, the amount of experts in my field, which was mass spectrometry, in retrospect was overwhelming. I was able to meet all of the the people leading the field, would come visit and give seminars. 
or they were literally two doors down the hallway. So CU Boulder is this awesome research powerhouse and Fort Lewis College, equivalently, we are a minority serving institution that provides opportunities to students who are largely first generation and we are in the classroom. So at Fort Lewis, I think our number one, we are the teaching powerhouse. We know how to deliver these concepts at an undergraduate level, get you into the lab for the first time and get you trained so that you can land at a research institution like CU Boulder and you can hit the ground running. So I do think that Fort Lewis's powers and CU Boulder's powers combined can really change the face of science for the better. We're increasing educational opportunities and increasing diversity in the process. And I, I just, I'm excited about the CU FLC partnership. I know this is just the beginning. Mentors at CU Boulder played a critical role in Izzy earning his PhD. He was both surprised and inspired by the amount of support he's receiving at Fort Lewis College. I think what I thought of coming into this was that there'd be like maybe one professor that would serve as like a mentor to me, right? Like, you know, you have like one person who's sort of teaching you how to do things. And that's not how it was. It's more like every single person in this department is so excited about teaching and so willing to just like talk at any point about any aspect about course development, about like a very specific, like, I don't know, like, hey, is this really the best way to teach this? I've gotten a great amount of advice from every single person in this department and interacted with them a ton since, um, since day one. But specifically at CU, I had TA'd general chemistry and general chemistry for majors and then physical chemistry. So in all of those cases, I didn't have to develop the curriculum. I didn't have to give lectures. I was teaching labs or grading homework assignments, essentially. And so here it's like I had been given this great amount of freedom where they were like, you can make general chemistry one whatever you think is appropriate which is awesome and also really terrifying. It's like, okay, like I want to do a good job. I want to make sure that I'm getting across the right concepts. And this is just the beginning. Teresa, Izzy, and Callie have great plans for expanding the CU Boulder Fort Lewis College partnership and share why they're so dedicated to doing so. Right now, we have a really strong start and a really strong foundation in terms of CU Boulder PhD students going to teach in residence at Fort Lewis College. And we think of that as half of the full circle. The second half is, and what we're raising funds for, is to have Native students who receive their undergraduate degree at Fort Lewis College receive a fellowship that pays for everything to come to CU Boulder and go to grad school to get their PhD. And in that way, we're trying to create a full circle, bi-directional interaction where, again, it's mutually beneficial because we have very strong players at the table, very strong institutions at the table. I think that the commitment of CU Boulder campus and the College of Arts and Sciences in particular to engage across geography across geographic boundaries with other institutions, in this case, Fort Lewis College, and specifically institutions in the state, the state that we serve, to the benefit of students at the undergraduate level, at the graduate level, and that hopefully the successes of this program will reverberate to even younger students in K through 12, where 
perhaps some of the teaching fellows can interact with and talk about university or graduate school with at schools in the surrounding areas in southwestern Colorado or grad students who are here as part of the fellowship program could do the same. I think it's gone very well. But you could say, well, why don't you have someone who's already been teaching for 10 years teach the class instead? And that's the student's first brush with chemistry. So there's sort of a couple ways that you could think about that. One of them being that because of the environment here and the sort of freedom that I've been given to develop this, there's a lot of choices that I've made without this sort of predisposition and having many, many years of like a, a set class that I teach where I've gotten kind of creative with what I want to do. So in terms of what I love doing, I was just kind of blown away by the wilderness out here and I was interested in it. But in terms of the career path, what blew my mind is that in a rural town like Durango, Colorado, there is a college that prioritizes undergraduate teaching to an extent that I had never previously observed because, you know, at large institutions like CU Boulder, they are research powerhouses. You've got the right. postdocs, you've got the graduate students. At Fort Lewis College, it's a smaller school where we do not have postdocs besides teaching ones, like the CU postdocs. We don't have a layer in between the professors and the undergrads in the research lab. So my research mm -hmm. lab is 100% undergraduates. And I just like not having that boundary. And I love the small classroom sizes. To me, it felt like CU Boulder is this amazing research powerhouse that trains these scientists. And Fort Lewis College is this teaching powerhouse for undergraduate students that like we all know each other. By the time students graduate, they feel like family. We're so grateful to Teresa, Izzy, and Callie for joining us on See You on the Air to discuss this phenomenal program. And we're grateful for the CU Boulder-Fort Lewis College partnership and its impact on lives across Colorado and beyond. Join us on January 11th when we'll talk to UCCS professor Roger Devia Martinez about a virtual return to the Middle Ages across the globe. As always, thanks for listening. See You on the Air is hosted by Emily Davies, produced by Kathy Buten, and recorded and engineered by me, John Arnold. Email us your questions and suggestions at ontheair at cu.edu. We'll see you on the air next time. University of Colorado.